What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Questions You Never Thought to Ask, the Whitewater Kayaking Podcast. My name is Seth Ashworth, and this is a podcast I host every two weeks all about the world of whitewater kayaking. This week's podcast is kindly sponsored by the people who support me on Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a crowdfunding platform that allows people to chip in a couple of bucks every month or as frequently as you want to help me keep this podcast going. You can hop in at any time and get out of it at any time. And people who support me on Patreon get to listen to the podcast usually a week or sometimes two weeks before it comes out on whatever podcast app you're listening to this right now. So if you want to hear early access to these podcasts, go check it out, patreon.com slash Seth Ashworth. All the details are on there or send me a message via any of the social media platforms. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, Enjoy this podcast, and if you liked it, let me know. If you didn't like it, let me know. Peace. Welcome back. Episode 15 of Questions You Never Thought to Ask. This week, I've got a very special podcast, um, which I'm, I'm trying to call Unleashed Preview, um, featuring uh, Kayaking's biggest boy band, Bren Orton, Adrian Matten, Caleb Grady, and Dane Jackson. They're on the line with me today. Hello, boys. Yo, how's it going, Seth? How's it going? Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to Questions You Never Thought to Ask. This week, I want to talk to you guys about an upcoming event uh, in Canada very soon, which you guys organized, which is called Unleashed. Um, two reasons, really. One, it's coming up fairly soon. And, and reason two is it's a nice segue away from my last podcast with Aoife, where I talked about organizing a kayaking event. You guys are actually, uh, you know, organizing one right now. I try and describe it to people kind of like the X Games of kayaking. Um, but can you guys describe in your own words what is unleashed? I mean, mate, pure and simple. That a lot of the a lot of things that are happening kayaking at the at the upper end of the sport aren't showcased in competitions. You know, there's a few comps out there like North Fork Championships and things like that that do an incredible job. But by and large, like the absolute top tier of kayaking is just not showcased in competition and. We thought that was a, a, a crying shame, and so we set up our own event. And the, the whole goal of the event really is to celebrate the, the enormous, unique, special white water of Quebec and to celebrate each discipline of kayaking, you know, freestyle kayaking and racing, and to combine four events together, two freestyle events, two races, and try and find the best kayaker, um, all, the best all-round kayaker for that year. Okay, and this is Unleashed number three, Unleashed number two in Quebec. Can you tell us about um, previous events, what they've looked like, and what we can expect to see uh, with this event? So we were able to pull off the inaugural Unleashed in Quebec in 2017. We had a short window to take a extremely similar format to Uganda in 2018 before uh, the Asimba Dam was completed. Um, and we're just going to roll forward into our third Unleashed here, learning from our previous events. We're going to try a, to bring, bring athletes a more convenient, more streamlined experience, as Brent mentioned, as we search for who is the best all-around kayaker in the world. With this event coming up, we've widened our event window, so we uh, unfortunately had to, to cancel our event last year. But with this extended event window coming to, to our athletes this year, we have a larger range of time for Mother Nature to, to give us the best rivers, the best features to challenge our athletes on uh, this year. All right, let's talk about last year for a second. There was a building buzz, if you're a kayaker and you're on Instagram, um, around Unleashed um, 2019. And then all of a sudden, all the buzz went away. 
Um, give us a rundown, the 4-1-1 and what happened there. I mean, do you want to go? Let's get Adrian so, in. Get, get Adrian in. Yeah. But basically, what happened is we were preparing for our second edition in Quebec, Unleashed 2018, just after Uganda, working really hard. And everything came together pretty well. We had an epic lineup of riders and all that. But the sun just wouldn't arrive. Spring wouldn't arrive. We got to Quebec, I think, 10 days before our original start for the event date, and everything was still frozen. The Ottawa River was literally a giant ice block. And we were looking at forecasts, trying our best to make sure we were able to hold up an event at adequate whitewater features for the event. But it just wouldn't come together. There was so much ice, so much snow. It was big risks. It would have been big risks for the athletes and spectators and safety as well, because all the banks were still covered in ice and all that. So we tried our best, but unfortunately, for the sake of keeping it professional, for the sake of keeping the standards as high as we want them to be, we had to call the event off. And it was a bummer, of course, but at the end of the day, you know, lots of lessons learned. We're still able to go kayak with our friends after. And yeah, so that was a bit of a bust, unfortunately, but we're looking forward for this year's edition and looking at forecasts and all that. Seems like we are right on track for an epic Unleashed 2019. Um, something Caleb just mentioned when we were talking uh, a second ago was there's an event window. Can you tell us what the, what an event window is? Like, what, what does that date range mean for people who aren't familiar? So that that format is inspired by big wave events. And the, the thing is, is that you can't you can't predict the weather or the or the flow rate of the river exactly you know we have rough guesses based on previous years as the whole stakeout crew that follows the big wave season out there does but you never truly know and ultimately our event window to run the event is not that many days so we created a wider window for it to happen and so we've got basically almost three weeks now in which at any point when the river levels are at the right level for us to hold this event to showcase what is possible when you get the world's best kayakers on the biggest white water you can find then we'll hit go and then the event will run whereas like last year because we had dates set in stone and we had you know staff and volunteers coming in that couldn't take any time off we just weren't able to move and be flexible and if we could have done that we would have been able to hold last year's event but because of a bunch of moving parts that we weren't able to shift and we weren't counting on having to shift we couldn't hold the event but this year it should all be in place it's like we've got the we've got the time window everyone's on the same schedule everyone knows what's up and we're just gonna sit tight and wait for those water levels to be prime and then and then the event will start and for people following on at home what uh, what is that what are the dates on that time window so we got it lined up for you guys this year our athletes are all coming together on the friday april 26th and we have them on call all the way through until the finish of the event uh, on May 19th. If we are able to start on the 26th, and once we do start the event, we'll roll through in our 9, 10, 11-day format, um, typically where we go one stage, have a rest day and a travel day, and then straight into the next stage. Once the event starts, we're going to limit that free time. Uh, in no way, shape, or form are we planning on starting on the 26th and finishing on the 19th and drawing the event out over three weeks. Uh, but we do want to have that opportunity to delay our start by a day or a couple of days or a whole week in order to get our athletes on the best white water that we can. But once we start, just like Bren mentioned, it's going to be green light go into our normal format of, of nine, 10, 11 days. 
Great. So speaking of athletes, who's all a part of this? Like who's I've uh, obviously I know, but uh, not everyone who's followed along at home has heard about Unleashed. Um, can you give us a rundown on like the who, who's all who's all going to be there? Who's on the athlete roster? Yeah, this year's athlete lineup again, really high quality. Lots of people from all over the world. <laughs> I'm personally stoked. More and more top kayakers from Europe coming out. So I'm just going to read you all the quick list here. You ready? I'm ready. So we have Dane Jackson, Adrian Lefknecht, Quinton Kennedy, Joel Kowalski, Josh Collins, Brent Orton, Benny Ma, Pierce Huser, Andy Brunner, Hayden Voorhees, Marianne Sether, Luke Pomeroy, Edward Markridge, Arthur Paulus, Katie Kowalski, Kim Fontan Masso, Jacob Panul, Garrett Madlock, Life Anderson, Kit Frankie, Natalie Anderson, Gabby McAdams, Tom Dumphy, Michael Ferraro, Adrian Matern, Seth Ashworth, Pat Keller, Andrew Oxley, Caleb Grady, Sam Duff, and Aaron Savage. So as you can see, really, really good amount of people who are top kayakers, exceedingly good in both freestyle and whitewater and the racing and all that. So yeah, we've stalked how it came together. We were a little bit scared that after last year we couldn't have the event that there might be like less interest or something, but that was definitely not the case. We once again can say we will have some epic races and some epic competition coming up with these people being our athletes out there. And how do you guys come to the conclusion of who's going to get an invite for this event? Because it is like an invitational event. Um, there is like a process of submitting application forms um, and then interpreting those. Like what goes into a successful, what's like the, the recipe for a, an Unleashed competitor? Well, the, the ultimate recipe for an unleashed competitor is, as we mentioned, we want to have someone who is strong in, in both fields of the kayaking scene, right? We want to have someone who's good in freestyle, but is also good in maneuvering and handling big white water. And in the application process, we ask a few things to get an idea of, of who that person is, because we are working with extreme conditions. We need to make sure our athletes are not sketchy or on the fence, you know? So we ask for, obviously, their recent race finishes and all that but we also make sure their level of kayaking is high enough by asking for highlight videos we reach out to people in or if we don't know them luckily the kayaking community is not that big so in between the four of us we usually know the, the person pretty good and get a rough idea on, on whether we think he's capable to compete in unleashed or not um saying that it's always hard to like tell someone off but it's just as i mentioned like you know it's stake out it's cold like swims are not good it, it is quite dangerous out there so we just need to make sure people are like top tier athletes in order to compete in unleashed yeah this year's roster i noticed was a mix of like heavy hitting old dogs like benny ma and a bunch of like younger kids who um like andy bruner who i hadn't ever heard of before um but when i started looking into him he looks like pretty legit um how many people did you turn away from that like approximately how many uh, entries were there total man i can't even remember now because it was a while back but any, anyone got any guesses on a rough number yeah, 120 140 applicants i think but you know it's 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 a unique event there's not there's not that many kayakers in the world that are capable capable of coming and competing and i feel like most people that apply know that, you know, like they, they like, you know, they trust in their abilities and their confidence of being able to compete at the event. And people that 
aren't of that caliber sort of stay away you know it, it works out Every, everyone knows what's up like the event is legit it's hard it's tiring you know you go spend 10 days competing hard you're going to be wet and cold for long days on the river you're going to be scared most days it, it's it's an it's a gnarly event dude as you know it's, you've been to him i mean i've been lucky enough to be a part of all the events which is kind of what i wanted to talk to you guys about it to kind of spread the spread the love and spread the message of this one because the the thing i've always enjoyed most about it like especially in the first unleashing in um, canada here was that you you never really knew what you were doing until that morning until the day of and it was like who can show up and be their best self with a, almost no preparation right like that that slalom race we did on Basque like two years ago or three years ago or whatever yeah. like that was the like the antithesis of like hey if you're like actually legit you're going to be able to show up and throw down and if you're like been fronting this whole time then you're going to have a bad time and there was no there was like no middle ground it was like show up and be your best self and if that's good enough then you're going to be like placing or you know show up and be terrified and not put on the water that day yeah totally mate 100 percent. and like you know overcoming that daily uncertainty of like what's happening where are we going um you know like who am i gonna have to race against today what am i racing on what are we gonna freestyle on you know is there is there a piece of white water out here that's gonna make me swim or have a bad time you know it's like not everyone can deal with that but um the people that can, you know, rise to the occasion. And that's when we get those really special moments where people are just ready to rock, rock up and show their best, which, you know, it's just another element to the competition that you don't really get anywhere else. I think that's honestly, for me, I think it's like the hardest thing to explain to people, but it's one of the best things about the event. It's like, you know, sick finds, it was a really sick event, but it was the same course. The course didn't change very much. You could practice it like hundred, you can practice it thousands of times. You could have thousands of laps on that last like waterfall, but for unleash it's like okay like you maybe are going to get one practice lap and then it's it's game time and you got to be you got to be on it you got to be ready and i i think it's hard to communicate how important and how difficult that can be with such like limited preparation but like how exciting that makes the event um from like the spectator standpoint yeah mate no doubt you know kayaker's ability to be to adapt to each location in each uh competition that's huge, you know, that's like a big deciding factor in the overall results. Um, also, just like, you know, like we turn a lot of people away just because they don't have the experience on this sort of whitewater, you know, like I've, we've seen it happen in, in previous events, you know, people rock up and they're just wide eyed at the bottom of race courses because they're like, I cannot believe how big that whitewater is, you know, it's, it, is, it is on another level out there. Yeah, I think uh, unless you've been here, it's, it's difficult to convey, even in video and in pictures, like how big some of um, Canada's, like Eastern Canada's spring white water is. It's um, like it doesn't matter how impressive the pictures are, how the video. It's like when you're in there and you're in the middle, it's um, it's just next level for, for me. And I, I love it. I just fucking love it. Every year I come back, I cannot wait for spring to start. All right, then, boys, last question, million-dollar question. Why should people be paying attention to this event? That is a, that is a big question, bro. Um, it is, re realistically, I think it is the most impressive piece of kayaking in the most harsh conditions 
in a setting that allows us to push people to actually knock Dane off the pedestal of winning two events in a row. So if you can tune in this year, try and follow along with us as we figure out who the best kayaker in the world is and see if people can chip away at and and improve their game and, and come to compete four stages in a row uh, and and kind of tackle that wild water of Quebec. And I think Brent did a good job of mentioning it where you kind of, once you get there, you can't really talk the talk anymore. You got to walk the walk and I'm excited for that. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm purely as well, like the event media coming out of this, it, it will be sick. You know, like I'm, I'm pretty happy with previous videos that we've made. But the, the media game with everyone has stepped up so many levels since the previous events that I think this year's um, series of videos with daily wrap-ups is going to be bonkers. You know, you're going to see epic kayaking, big wipeouts, everything you would want to see from a kayaking video. I think it's going to be epic. Every I'm, day, back to back. I'm, I'm excited about it for sure. Um, how can people follow the event? What's the, what's the social media? Give us the... Give everybody the the four one one. Where can they follow it at? Uh... Yeah. So we will use our social media outlets, which is one unleashed event on Instagram. On Facebook, you will find us also as unleashed event. Moreover, we will share videos on our We Ascend Instagram and Facebook account. Within our personals, obviously, we will encourage all the athletes to use their own platforms to reach out and spread the word. But uh, if you just want to tag along the event and have it quick and easy, just go to Instagram, unleash.event. That's where we'll publish all event happenings in Chinin events. Great. And then is there anything else you guys want to sign off on uh, before we let people get back to their daily routine? Well, thanks for tuning in. Stoked to make this one happen. It's going to be a big one. And uh, excited to see where this one is going to go for sure. Yeah, thank all you very much, Dad. Thanks for taking the time, bro. Yeah, mate. Good talking to you. Keep us updated on that spring melt. We're watching it like hawks at the moment, but excited to see what, what happens with the river levels over the next few weeks. Well, as of time of recording here, there is still a mountain of snow outside the window. So <laughs> that's, that's good. That Watch this well. space. Okay, this, well, has been, uh, this has been Questions You Never Thought to Ask, episode 15. Peace.